How far behind are you on your promises, on your dreams? Because when all is said and done, more is said than done. People say far more than what they do. It's interesting at certain times in your life, sometimes it's attached to an event like New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve resolutions, a birthday, an anniversary, some particular time frame that people say, well, I'm going to start then. When this time happens, that's when I'm going to start. I'm going to start next year. I'm going to start on my birthday. I'm going to start after that event. It's interesting that we tend to disempower ourselves by creating a procrastination between now and when we're going to get started. And the longer the gap between the thought and the action, the less likely there's going to be action. Because many times when you make a promise or create a dream or make a statement, many times it's just the height of your emotion. When the emotion is motivated by pain, means that you're sick of what you got or what you are or who you are, or pleasure that you seek what you want or who you want to become, that is at the peak. And the longer the time between that peak and the time you take action, the more the fire of emotion will start to burn out. And by the time it gets to that time, you tend to forget about it or hope everyone else forgets about it. Like how quickly do people uh, stop acting on their dreams or their resolutions at New Year's Eve after the time and on the first. Many times they last a day or two on their new diet, on their action, the new career, the new wealth creation plan, whatever it might be. And that's very interesting because we tend to procrastinate. And I've developed a course on it, but I'm going to release it later because I haven't got time at the moment. <laughs> There's a great saying that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Interesting, eh? The worst time to plant it is tomorrow because then you're creating a habit of procrastination. And the second best time is right now. The best time to act on your dreams is when you first dreamt it would be in the past. The worst time you can act on your dreams is tomorrow because there's always going to be tomorrow. You're embedding into your subconscious mind. Tomorrow I'm going to start. Then tomorrow comes and you start again tomorrow and tomorrow. The second best time to act on your dreams is now. Not today. I'm going to start today. Which is interesting because today is still 24 hours. <laughs> so a lot of time people say, I'm going to start today. And they leave it to the end of the day. And all of a sudden they get ambushed by other noisy activities which are not really relevant to you achieving that goal or that dream or making that promise into a reality. And that's what today's session is about, is turning your dreams uh, into a reality, into creating uh, the environment and the person that you have to become to make sure those things happen. Now, you've heard lots of different things of <clears throat> how to set goals, and setting goals is easy. I mean, every, everyone has dreams. The world is not short of dreams. What it is short of is people who live their dreams. So how do you live your dream? Well, you only have now, the present. That's why they call it the present. The, the right this minute. So first clue is to, if you think it, get it off your mind by taking immediate action rather than saying, I'm going to start when. I'm going to start then. Because as soon as you do that, you're already 
are starting to create a habit of procrastination or delay. Before you know it, your life is run out. As the old saying goes, the older you get, the faster your life tends to go by. Your life is like a toilet roll. The closer to the end you get, uh, you know, the faster it seems to go. And then you look back and the only things you're going to have uh, in regret as you get to more the vintage age as I am is not the things that you've done, but more so the things that you haven't done. So let's get started. Now, as I shared at the start, motivation is tends to be the thing that emotional motivation, the things that get you all up and anti or pumped up, inspired. Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. First clue is don't share that with the world because the world is probably a bit over you saying more than what you do anyway and they're probably here they go again. <laughs> Another bunch of broken promises. It's not if, it's just when you actually don't take action on them and achieve them. So I always suggest that if you're going to have a goal that's meaningful to you, then it's only your personal business. So just work away. Let your actions and let your results speak for themselves. I don't look at, uh, I don't listen to what people say, I more look at what they do. Many times the more they say, the less they're likely to do. So be a person who does more and says less. The person who talks with their hands, not with their mouth. And there's a lot of people who talk with their mouth, particularly when they get a few hours under the, under the, uh, under, under the table, uh, particularly on special events when they're all emotional, ready to go. And they want to brag about what they're going to do rather than share what they've actually done. So yeah, motivation uh, may be a great thing to get you up and anti to take action. But if motivation just gets you started, it doesn't actually get you finished. What gets you finished is discipline. Now discipline is doing what you need to do when you don't feel like doing it. And discipline is doing what you need to do, not what you feel like doing. So don't always act on what you feel like doing, because many times we may feel lazy, we may feel tired, we may feel a bit over it, and you come up with all the different justifications why you're not going to do it. Just ask yourself, is this important to me, and is this is what I need to do? And don't wait till you feel like doing it, because you're never going to feel like doing it. If I feel like exercising when I feel like exercise, I probably wouldn't exercise anywhere near as much as I do now. But what I do know is once I exercise, then I feel great after it. I don't wait to feel great uh, to exercise. I exercise first. You know, it's, if, if I need to get uh, grow fruit uh, off the fruit tree, I have to plant the seed first and go through the labor and go through the work and go through the discipline of fertilizing it and weeding it and, and uh, putting getting the bugs off it and watering it and looking and then I get the fruits of my labor the fruits of your labor happens after the labor but the labor is a grind a lot of people don't like the grind and if there's one thing I can share with you it's important that you learn to enjoy the grind enjoy the hardship enjoy the work the labor to get the fruits because you have to do the work before you get the fruits very easy to sit there in your living room chair and dream about the joy of the fruits, but ultimately you have to get off the chair and get your hands dirty and get them in the dirt in the form of labour of work. Yes, we call work. And sometimes if that work is attached to a cause or something, a purpose or something that's really important to you, it's easy to do. It's very hard to do when that work is attached to something that is meaningless to you or not fulfilling. Because ultimately, as you're doing the work, you have to think of the outcome. You have to think of the fulfilment. When I train for a world championship in martial arts, I'm doing the work. As I'm doing it, I'm visualizing the outcome, the gold medal, the podium, 
the the fighting and I'm enjoying the grind because that grind in that is attached to the joy of the accomplishment. Now the first thing you have to understand is when you start doing the work, which means you have to take action. And when you take action, not tomorrow, not later, not when, not then, but right now. Because as soon as you take the action, you get a sense of accomplishment. You get a sense of achievement in those, because big goals are made up of a lot of little little goals. And that goal might be just doing the daily training session or the daily learning session or the daily planning session or the daily budgeting session, or the daily working on the relationship session. So all those little goals will lead to a positive emotion after it. And if you keep building on those little goals, they will eventually achieve the big goals. And any big goals are made up of lots of little goals. A big shot is someone is a little shot. A big shot is a little shot who keeps firing. Means you've got to keep going through the work, which you have to keep doing the action. So become an action hero. Become an action hero. Yes, I'm going to take action. How much action? Now, what's also important to understand is not a positive action will always lead to a positive result. A positive action will always lead to a positive result. I've personally competed in you know, approaching 30 World Martial Arts Championships and I've trained positively with actions in my training leading up to all of those. But I haven't won every time. <laughs> I haven't won every fight. I haven't won every championship. I haven't gone away with the, the silverware or the goldware or the medals. But what I do know is that if I keep taking positive actions, I won't always get a positive result or positive outcome. But over time, if I keep taking positive actions, I'll end up with enough positive results to justify all the positive actions. And many times if that positive action leads to a not so positive outcome, then there's a good lesson uh, in that. Because when you're chasing your dreams, there's no succeeding or failing. There's just progressing and learning. And that's all it is. And if you do that, progress and learn, progress and learn, then over time you're going to have enough wins, enough successes. There's going to be some people, what people call failings, or call them lessons in there, that's going to build your foundation of success as the founder of Jiu-Jitsu beautifully said, in Jiu-Jitsu, there's no winning and losing, there's just winning and learning. And if you take that approach to things, then you're not going to be fearful of taking the action. Because I think a lot of time people are fearful of failure, but the more you fail, the more you succeed. You know, if you want to increase your success rate, increase your failure rate, as long as you're not making the same mistake. Make lots of different mistakes, over that time you get lots of lessons, lots of wisdom, Lots of experience, and that's going to build a great foundation. And get them done as fast as you can, you know, as early as you can, so then you can enjoy the fruits of your success later, rather than wait till later before you go through the what we call I call the lessons. So discipline is taking actions, and taking those actions. Most of the time, the biggest challenge is when you don't feel like doing it. That's when you should be doing it. So if you start to go through this little debate in your head. Oh, will I or won't I? Or, and you start to go through the list of the normal excuses. I'm too tired, I didn't get much sleep, it's raining, I've got a bit of a cold. And once you start getting that, you already know that's when you should take action. So turn those little excuses, uh, which you convince yourself, and the easiest person to fool is yourself, uh, reasons, but really they're excuses. And yes, sometimes there is a legitimate excuse you have a significant injury. That doesn't mean you don't take any action. That just might mean that you may change the action that you take on that particular day around that injury or that obstacle or that setback or whatever it might be. 
but you still always take, even if it's the minor action, because a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step, and another step, and another step. And sometimes you're taking big steps, sometimes you're taking multiple steps every day, but as long as you keep progressing forward, because the only time you fail is number one, when you don't start, you fail automatically, and number two is when you quit. But if you don't quit, and you keep going, you eventually will succeed. As the great Thomas Edison, the inventor who invented the incandescent light bulb, he attempted 10,000 times before he successfully created the incandescent light bulb, which is a light here. Now, I appreciate that he didn't quit at 9,999. And there's a journalist who was uh, interviewing him when he was around 6,000, and the journalist said to him, hey, Thomas, you've failed 6,000 times to create the incandescent light bulb. When are you going to stop? And he says, no, you don't understand. I have been successful 6,000 times on how not to make the incandescent light bulb. So if you take that approach, is that you're eliminating the, uh, the ways not to achieve what you want to achieve. Eventually, you'll start to achieving what you want to achieve. There's a great book called Rich Dad, by, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Rob Kiyosaki. And he has two dads, his real dad, who's a poor dad, and his rich dad, who's a sort of a, a friendly dad, associate type thing, uh, who's a dad who's one of his mates. And he asks his rich dad, how did you get so rich? How did you make so many good decisions to get rich? And he says, well, what I basically did is I made so many bad decisions, I ran out of bad decisions, and I was just left with the good decisions. But you have to go through the bad financial decisions to eventually eliminate them to get to the good financial a decision that will make you rich. So every action is not always going to lead to a, every positive action is not going to lead to a positive uh, result, but it may lead to a positive lesson that's going to make you more experienced and more wise and more knowledgeable and more skilled to make a better decision. And then that will come out with a positive result, and sometimes it won't be positive, it's going to give you another lesson, another skill set, another mindset, another piece of uh, wisdom that's going to make you, and life is all about making better decisions. But to make the better decisions, you have to go through maybe the not-so-good decisions. So your actions, and if you create a non-negotiable standard of actions on a day-to-day basis, these are my non-negotiables. Now, you already set non-negotiables of brushing your teeth. And when you were young, that wasn't necessarily enforced by you. That was probably enforced by your parents. My dad, you know, when I get up in the morning, have you brushed your teeth, son? Uh, yep, yep. And at night time, I'm really tired, about to go to sleep. He said, have you brushed your teeth? And I say, yes. He says, give me a smell, and I have to breathe. And he smelled the, the uh, toothpaste. And I say, give me a smell. And I go, okay, I haven't brushed it. So I to try to get myself out of brushing my teeth because I was tired. But that onset of actions, being disciplined by my father and mother, created a habit. And then it just becomes a habit. Now, no matter how tired I am, if I fall asleep in the couch or I fall asleep, or, or, or I haven't brushed my teeth, I just automatically, automatic pilot, I don't even think about it, I get up and brush my teeth. And if you can go through that discipline, you have to have conscious discipline first to turn that continual action that's going to lead, build all the little stepping stones to take you to the peak of your success, whatever area in life that may be. And there's going to be multiple areas, whether it be personal relationships or wealth creation or health or career and business, then those actions eventually will just kick in to just become a habit. And there's another saying, I don't know if there's any science to it, that you have to do something 21 times repetitively before it turns into a habit. Well, I'm not sure how much truth in that, but basically it means you have to do it a lot. And if you keep doing it a lot, it just becomes a set pattern. A lot of time, if you don't, are not conscious of it, your body will go into inappropriate habits of 
laziness or not doing things or procrastinating or putting it off or not brushing your teeth or not spending less than what you earn to become wealthy or not going for the exercise session that's going to make you healthy or not you know, telling your partner that you love them every day that makes a relationship blossom or whatever it might be. Because if you, if, you, if you leave a garden to itself, it will eventually grow weeds. You don't have to plant weed seeds for the garden to grow weeds. They just grow. So before you know it, if you leave something unattended, it will head south. It will be a negative over, overall result. If you leave a garden by itself and you don't nurture it, you don't water it, you don't pull out the weeds and you put the weed killer in there and put fertilizer in it and look after and prune it, then the garden will head south. To make a head north, it has to be consciously worked on. And everything that is not measured, you know, if you don't measure it and progress it, and then you're going to find it goes south you want to make it go north it means there's all those positive actions that lead to habits and those habits over time yes those habits will create results but most importantly all those habits over time will create what we i call your become part of your character they'll become of who you are that and eventually people say what do you do what you do and the best thing you can say is because that's who i am (laughs) it's not because you want a result or because you just that's just who I am I'm a disciplined person of character who does what needs to be done uh, to get things done to get them off my mind that's going to overall and that will eventually trans, uh, transfer into all aspects of your life because that character will want not to be isolated to that particular area but ultimately you will apply to other areas of your life so your disciplines will create what we call your actions. And if you repeat them and you're conscious in your discipline, so you're conscious of making positive actions that's going to lead to positive results or positive lessons that help you take more positive actions, more informed positive action based on experience and wisdom now that will lead to more positive results or higher positive uh, lessons. And you actually go into a higher level of thinking and a higher level of actions. But you have to start with the little things. If you can't be disciplined in the little things, how do you expect to be disciplined in the big things? If you can't be disciplined in managing a dollar, how are you going to be disciplined in managing a thousand dollars or ten thousand or a hundred thousand or a million dollars? You have to become a dollar heir before you can become a hundred dollar heir. You have to be a hundred dollar heir before you can become a thousand and you have to become a thousandaire before you become a hundred thousandaire, you have to become a hundred thousandaire before you become a millionaire. So don't think too big, just think direction and start taking those little actions. The dollar air to the hundred air to the thousand air to the hundred thousand air to the millionaire to the multiple millionaire. And but the character that's been built that you have as the millionaire has started to be built at the dollar air. And that's just looking at money and finance as an example but you can apply that to happiness or business or career or health you know if you can't do the little things from a healthy point of view if you choose the apple over the donut and there's not anything wrong with having a donut but if you're always choosing the donut then you're going to start looking like a donut <laughs> it's okay if you have most of the times you choose the apple over the donut and you're picking the donut for the right reason not because it's a, a you know, a, a negative uh, habit that you've created, but because you know, it's something you really enjoy as the big picture of your life and health, then that's okay. So everything is, I guess, 
um, relative to what you want to achieve. Everything in proportion, everything in moderation. So your actions over time will eventually lead to the building of your character. And once you've built your character, then your character is an inner compass that will determine your destiny. So you start with your motivational dreams. Yes, I want this, and I want to become this, and I want to have that, and I want to go there, and I want to have whatever it might be. They're all your dreams, and they're all motivated by emotion. But you can't rely on emotion, because emotion goes up and down. It goes all over the place. That emotion has to be harnessed and directed at that particular time immediately into disciplined actions. And if you put them into disciplined actions, and then you do them no matter what, and you do them especially when you have all the reasons not to do them, if you do them when you don't want to do them, then that's going to be, and that's really because there's going to be more times that you don't want to do them than the times you want to do them, but that's the time you have to do them. Though eventually those actions will convert into, uh, you know, into habits. And your habits over time will build your character. And your character will now set in stone in your direction that will determine your destiny. So if you start going through that, but if you're just always in that little initial motivation stage and waiting to be motivated, then you're going to be dramatically disappointed. Because any great sports person, any great entrepreneur, any great person in a great relationship, a relationship requires disciplined actions every day to look after their loved ones and be conscious of that, and eventually that will become habit. I know when I grew up, I was very fortunate to grow up, growing up with some wonderful parents uh, who had very strong habits and how they did things, but all of those habits were very uh, positive habits. You know, I had to be home before dark and I had to be home for dinner. We all sat at the dinner table when there's no TV. Well, I didn't grow up on TV in New Guinea anyway, but when there was a TV, we had the TV off. And I wasn't allowed in the house during the day, on any day, from the weekend, out to go and I had to go and find things to do to be ride a bike and climb trees or whatever it might be. So I was very active, but it's because my parents set those standards in my life that it was not conducive to sitting on my bed watching Facebook, which wasn't existed back then, but it was very conducive. The only time I was allowed in the house was to get a drink, and the only thing we had was water <laughs> or something to eat, which was a bowl of fruit. So they set very uh, strong disciplines, and those disciplines that were set, and they were monitored, and they were protected, and they became non-negotiable standards, and I knew that you know, there's no grace, black and white, and they became habits, not of just them and how they conducted their life. I look back and how they conducted their life. They were very disciplined in how they cleaned the house and their dad would always be in the garden and he always work on the car and he always made sure and nothing was ever you know, left unattended. This garden was immaculate. The house was always immaculate. Our life was immaculate. Everything was really, really disciplined uh, in how, and I just fell into that discipline and that became a part of just a simple habit. <laughs> I didn't question it. I didn't say, hey, but today I want to stay inside. No, that wasn't even a question. And that wasn't even considered. That wasn't even entertained. <laughs> even how I behaved. And I, wasn't, I remember my dad strapped me one time because I said the word shit. And that was his standards. No swearing. And I remember that. And I knew I shouldn't have sworn, but I swore at one of my mates. And my dad overheard it. And he roused up me. But that was just a non-negotiable standard. And all those non-negotiable standards and habits build a foundation uh, of character that now has I have 
grown into throughout my life and applied to my sport and my relationship and my business and my life and every aspect of their life. So really the ultimate thing is you to go through this to build that character within yourself that now that's like a shield of protection against the laziness and the procrastination because that's just not who you are. So if someone says, why how you why you do what you do? And the best thing you can say, that's just who I am. And remember in life, there's only ever two options. And you have many decisions. In life, you have limited life, but have unlimited decisions. And every decision you make, whether you go for that run or not go for the run, or do, do something and not do something, or save a dollar or spend a dollar, or... Yeah, go out of your way to make your, your loved ones feel special, important and worthwhile or not because you couldn't be bothered, you actually only have two outcomes. You, you, you actually have a decision where you say, well, there's the, the right thing to do and there's the easy thing to do. There's the right thing to do and the easy thing to do. So every time you make a decision, will I or won't I, ask yourself, what is the right thing to do and what will be the easy thing to do? Now, the right thing to do is many times the harder thing to do, because it requires discipline, it requires a bit of effort, it requires a bit of inconvenience, but success is inconvenience, right? But doing the harder thing will make life easier later. Doing the easy thing will make life harder later. So if you do the right thing, where say you invest a dollar rather than spend a dollar, at later in life you become wealthy and you have no hardship in terms of financial security or financial independence because you get wealthy because you're investing a dollar. Not all those dollars will turn into multiple dollars through the process of compound interest, but most, most of them will. But if you do the easy thing is spend the dollar, which is easy to do, and sometimes short-term enjoyable because you spend money and you go, oh, well, that was fun. But ultimately, when you get older, you're broke. And now the life is hard because you have no money. The right thing to do is to say to your partner, I love you, versus the easy thing is, oh, I haven't got around to it yet. If you do that, then that's a little bit of effort, a little conscious conscious thought, and that will build into a loving, long-term relationship with your soulmate. If you say, don't say that, and that will transfer into other aspects of your life, and before you know it, the marriage will fall apart, or the relationship will fall apart. If you, the right thing to do, what well, I want to go for a run today, if you have to ask that question, you already know the answer. So if you have to ask the question, you already know the answer. And if you say, yes, I go for my run, and if you do that, that's going to build your respiratory and your cardiovascular and muscular system, but most of all, it's going to build your discipline and your habits and your character. And then that's going to make the next decision easier and the next decision easier. And that's going to lead to a life of being healthy, fit, strong, and all those wonderful benefits, mentally and physiologically. But if you say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, then you're creating a habit of doing it tomorrow and you don't do it. Before you know it, your health is compromised, you get overweight, you get sick, you lose muscle, you get unfit, and then life becomes hard when you're not healthy. Life is easy when you're healthy. Life is hard when you're broke. Life is easy when you're rich. Life is hard when you have a poor relationship. Life is easy when you have a magnificent relationship. Life is hard when you have a job you don't like or you hate. Life is easy when you have a career or business that you love. But all of those end results are based on your immediate actions of the day. And goals are not achieved over years and decades. They're achieved under the micro of days upon days upon days. But every good positive action you take will make that decision easier the next time, to make it easier the next time, and that will become your character. And you'll get to the point where you don't even have to think, will I or won't I? You'll just be doing it because that's just 
who you are. A person of character. See you in the next KMAX. Bye.